Hey everyone, welcome to the Better Bikes Podcast. Another week, another episode. Yeah, definitely on a different day. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, welcome, make sure before you listen to this, you download it on Spotify, you like it, you subscribe. Five star rating. Five star rating, and then you share it to Instagram, and then you start listening to us dribble. Yeah, and chat shit. And also, make sure you're following on Instagram, at Better Blogs Podcast. Yeah, you, there's plenty of great content. Yeah, there should be more. Yeah, there will be more. There will be more. Yeah. Um, at regular intervals. Yeah. We'll, we've got a plan for it now. Yeah. Well, we're getting better at this. Yeah. We're getting better at it. Professional. Yeah. Uh, we're not getting paid yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, maybe one day. We're holding ourselves to them standards. Anyone want to sponsor us? Maybe, he, maybe Heaps Normal did. Heaps Normal. What was the electrolyte beer that you... I think it's called Sports Beer. Sports Beer. Brought to you by Sports Beer. I'll get us that next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. You want to open your beers? I do want to open my beer. You ready? Three. Oh, that was not in sync. Not in sync, but still sounded nice. Cheers. Cheers, man. Heaps normal. Very, 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 very low alcohol. Not no alcohol, if you've listened to last week. Ugh, I'm drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> Lightweight rabbit. Lightweight baby. When you do have a normal beer, what's your go-to? Um, look, money is not an option. Uh, not an issue, sorry. No, money's not an issue. Money's not an issue. Um, either a stone and wood Pacific Ale. Like, I, I'm a basic bitch. Well, not that basic. I don't drink Coronas. But stone and wood Pacific Ale or a Bolter XPA. Two very, very solid choices. Yeah, but there are... See, my brother's a craft beer wanker. So he's like, it has to be like a mango, pecan, triple I West England, New England, double, quadruple... IPA with a sp- little bit of cinnamon spice in it. See, I thought I was a craft beer wanker because I was like, oh, I like, I like a pale ale and, yeah. and stuff like that. I don't mind an IPA every now and then. And then I started having like stuff like that and I was like, this is shit. It tastes, it's not good. And he, he's like, no, no, it's real good, real good. It's, it's, sometimes he has like 14% beers and I'm like, that's that's kerosene. <laughs> that's not a beer. When we were younger, me and Kara went to Brussels and there was like a beer circus or beer cafe is what it was called. And... In Belgium, they're all 8, 9, 10, 12, yeah. 14%. I had one beer with dinner. We went, to, went for Thai food. And then I had like four or five beers in this beer cafe. Went to Belgium for Thai food? It, that's what we're in the mood for. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I couldn't walk. Yeah. I was fucked. I mean, like I, where the bathrooms were in this um, beer circus, because we were sitting outside mm. in the middle of summer. Uh, it was lovely. Mm. Um, you'd go down these stairs. <laughs> Men's was on the left or, or on the right. So Those are the two options. Yeah. <laughs> Men's on the left or right and women's on the other. But there was a big double door right in front of you and that was into the kitchen. And for some reason, I didn't see the two bathrooms on either side of me. I walked straight into the kitchen and it was only that there was some girl <laughs> who was also going to the toilet at the same time because you're going the wrong way <laughs> in this like... Thick Belgian accent, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, just about made it to the toilet, and then yeah, that was a yeah, it'll do it to you. The next day, it was thirty-five degrees in Brussels, mm. and Kira dragged me around that city. Oh, poor you. Yeah, I know. I, I you sweat out the hangover. Yeah, I had to. I tried to take it like a champion and didn't complain. And as far as I remember, I didn't complain. I wanted to. I really mm. wanted to, but I didn't. Yeah. What's your favorite beer? Um. Privy to a, a stone and wood and a, and a Balter XBA as well. We are both basic yeah. bitches. I do, I do like to go... I, I love a pale ale because 
in Australia, the, the sun, like the weather and the climate just suits it. Mm. But like, you can't go past the good old point of Guinness. Yeah, yeah, that's it's yummy. It, anyone who says that they don't like Guinness, I, I think that I think they just don't understand. They don't it. like flavor. Yeah, there is. Um, I am. I am partial to a a, a proper dark beer, but definitely like a a, a pint, like a stout nitro, and the best one is Guinness. So. Yeah, the the only thing is, live in Sydney is like depending on the pub you go to, the it, the different the difference is night and day. They can't pour them. <laughs> no, they can't pour them. Or they're not poured off enough, so the lines are like dirty. So you yeah. drinking Guinness has been sitting in lines for fucking. Ages. Yeah. When I went home in April, oh. when I went to the first pub, uh, which was always our local growing up called the Courtyard in Leakslip, lovely Leakslip, I wasn't blown away by. It. I was like, oh, like it's it's way nicer than in Sydney, but not as nice as I remember. Two nights later, we went to another pub in Leakslip, which is the town I'm from, Salmon Leap. Oh my day! It was like drinking gold. Yeah. It's it's funny because the I went during my days in hospitality I learned fa- a fair bit about about beer and it's drinking beer the in the place that it's brewed is always going to be drastically better because it's drunk so much more often they don't put as many preservatives or even none yeah, preservatives awesome. and it's preservatives that a give you the hangover and b make it taste like shit yeah but like if it's going twenty minutes down the road yeah. also fun fact for you leaks up to town I'm from the courtyard hotel. Is the site of the very first Guinness brewery it was in Leeds. Well, there you go. The more you know. I actually where one of the place pubs I used to work at was um, we had these a couple of Irish fellas that would come in, and then one time we got a it wasn't uh, it wasn't Guinness but it was a it was a craft beer by Batch um, called Elsie the Milk Stout. So it was a milk stout, and you could do it with nitro. And they're like, "Fuck it, let's do it with nitro." Like, let's just do it. Like, it's it tastes so much better when you do it. So that's just it's the gas that they put in it. It's you pour it differently when you've got nitro. Anyway, so one of the Irish fellows comes up and he goes, "I'm gonna have one, but I'm gonna stand here and I'm gonna teach you how to pour it." And he put, taught me how to pour it. Not very good. I haven't done it in a long time, but I still, I so I understand how to properly pour a Guinness. Two phase pour. Mm-hmm. You got to do the forward, yeah. and it's on a tilt, and then you leave it. Yeah, let it set. Let it let set. Settle. And then you do you sit it flat and you push back on the handle. Yeah, because it comes out slower. Yeah. That's where you get that. You pour a Guinness. Yeah. The, w- the worst thing is you're in a pub in Sydney and it comes out and the head isn't fucking smooth. It's fucking, not even the size of it. Mm. Fucking bubbles in it. Mm. Yeah, you can't do the bubbles. Nah. Um, one, of the, one of my mates got one. That's, you know, it tastes watery. Yeah, one of my mates got one last weekend and the, the head was so thick he was like, might as well have ordered a midi. And I was like, yeah, I saw that and I was just like, it didn't make me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but when the, it comes to... The, the go-to for that is, do you want a flake with that? <laughs> when it comes to beer... On a hot Australian day... Guinness is not the way to go. No, but if you've d- been doing a lot of hard, hard earned work, a lot of hard earned work creates a hard earned thirst, and a hard earned thirst deserves a big cold beer, and the best cold beer is Vic. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I started I drinking Victoria Bitter. I started drinking VB as like... Um, you start drinking as a joke? Yeah, not, not even as a joke. We were living down in Cronulla at the time. God's country. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. I'm actually you can't see, but I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> but uh, when we first moved there, um, the 2019 Rugby World Cup was on. Nice. We were down in Northeast having a having a few while we were watching um, Japan spank Ireland, unfortunately. And uh, I was drinking Guinness and I was paying my card and I was just tapping away because at home my card didn't have the contact list, the F post tap. Whereas my my Australian one did, so I was like tapping away, and then I went up to pay with cash for one round, 
And I was having pints of Guinness. Kira's drinking Malibu and Coke. Oh, yeah. Or is that 20 bucks around? <laughs> it was like 28. And I was like, I turned around and I was like, how fucking expensive is the rum? Is the Bacardi? And they told me how much it was. And I was like, how fucking expensive is the Guinness? You know, it was like 1580. I nearly had a heart attack. Hmm. Considering yeah. schooners of VB were, at the time, were $4. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to start drinking VB. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. I, I started of the VB aftershave. Yeah, I started drinking it as a little bit of a joke. Like, oh, yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a, a 30 of the green grenades for the party. and then But then you actually like you actually start enjoying it. And then they just we, we seem to constantly have VBs in the house. Yeah. The only thing is it fucking knocks your socks off. Like, it gives you an awful hangover. Yep. It's the sugar. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. All right, well, we've one episode we told you not to drink alcohol, and the next episode we're talking about our favourite alcohol. So, we've done well there. In moderation, we are currently drinking Heaps Normal, which is a Heaps Low alcohol beer. Delicious, refreshing, non-alcoholic beer. Still is alcohol in it. You tricked me. Quiet XPA. Yeah, <laughs> less than 0.5%. Hmm. Let's check in. How was your week, Andy? Uh, this week, I it's had its ups and downs. Mm. Um, obviously, last weekend, we had, a, we had a big cycle together, then... Some, some manual labour with your mum and I had my run best run that I've ever done um, in terms of how it felt in terms of pace in terms of distance yeah everything was class the sun was out my top was off lovely this week my run was shit mm. it just nothing went right for me my shins were sore I was chafed to bits like within the space of four days I had the best and the worst run of my uh, of my triathlon prep mm. it's, it's interesting how um, it's, it, it's not a linear progression Things no. don't just get better every week. No. You have your ups and downs, especially because it is, A, you're training over such a long period of time, but you don't tend to have heaps of, like, rest weeks. Like, each week is just, oh, it's, you get to Sunday and you're like, oh, I got through that one. Oh, I just have to go again. Yeah. Well, there's no, like, weekend rest. So the way my program is set out is, at the moment, thir- or up until now, Thursday has been my day off. It's now going to include a second swim of the week. So Friday is deadlifts. Saturday is my long endurance ride. Sunday is my long endurance run. And then Monday is legs and a power cycle. So focusing on hills and (laughs) power output. And then Tuesday's not too bad. It's upper body and swimming. Mm. So it's grand. And then another run on on Wednesday. Mm. But it's just, it's relentless. Yeah. Like there's there's no real breaks. It's just one week is into the next and into the next and into the next. And the weekend isn't even like when, when I was more powerlifting and or just lifting weights for the fun of lifting weights. The weekend is always, oh, I'll go and train arms. Yeah, you, this. you might have a little session on a Saturday, but typically it was quiet. Yeah, but Monday to Friday's your big stuff. Yeah. Weekend's fairly chill. Yeah, it's that's not chill. the case anymore. No, sir. It takes a while to get used to. Yeah. But um, you pretty much got to block out the first six hours of your Saturday every week. That's another thing as well. As the rides get longer, your Saturday is, uh, you, you got to be, once again, more efficient with your time the same way you are in the middle of the week. Yeah, you're gonna be up early. You know, it's one thing that I really struggled with it last time, but I'm more around it now. Is that you don't get to sleep in on a Saturday. You can't. No. It's like up six o'clock. You want to be on the bike at seven, because especially like for you, you're probably gonna max out at let's say a three hour, three and a half hour ride with like an hour and a half run is probably the longest that you'll get to in your training. So you're looking at four and a half to five hours of continuous training give about 10 minutes here or there throughout it for the changeover or little stops, like you need to pee, blah, blah, blah. So you're not done until 12 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. That's like, if you don't start early, it'll take pretty much your entire day. Yeah. 
And then if you, yeah, you, if you start at like 10, it's like you're finishing at two. Yeah. It's not enough time. But also, living in Australia, hopefully we get some sun this summer. <laughs> you do not want to be, well, I definitely don't want to be on the bike. Sun's highest in the sky at 12 o'clock. Nope. You want to be coming to the end of what you're doing there. You don't want to be mm. starting or midway. Mm. And also, I can't imagine Kira would be too impressed if I didn't start training until 12 and then didn't finish training until close to 5 o'clock. Yeah, that's just it's a kind of part and parcel. I'm, I'm going to have to have some six-hour rides probably, so that'll be interesting. That's yeah. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah. but I get to eat a lot. Yeah, that's another skill that I'm slowly but surely getting. Taking the bottles in and out of the holders. I've added a second bottle holder to my bike. Nice. Um, getting better at that. Mm-hmm. Trying to open the fucking gel packs with one hand in your teeth while you're cycling yeah. and then not dispose of the rubbish and try and put the yeah. little tiny flap that comes off the top, trying to put that back in the pocket, which for anyone who doesn't cycle, your pockets are on your back. Yeah. So you've got to reach behind you. And I'm, I mean, I don't know how you are. I'm going to reach around. <laughs> 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 we had some good momentum there and I've killed it. Yeah, that's right. Um, I actually have, I have a, I, so I kind of have like a trick. So one of the things that was recommended to do is you, when it comes to race days, you actually tape them onto the bike um, and you put the tape across the like top of the, the gel so that you just rip it off and uh-huh. it unrips it. Um, what I found... Doesn't sound very aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, but I mean, your issue probably is an aerodynamics no. right now. So... Probably definitely not. Because yeah. um, I'm quite like right hand dominant, so I struggle to take my right hand off the bike. I, I my balance just goes. It's just even. Yeah, I don't. I've I've got to practice with it. But I think a few, like once when I was a kid, I took my right hand off, fell off, got a concussion. So I think it's a little bit of that. Um, so I'll, I'll have right hand on my bike. So what I'll do is I'll reach back <laughs> with my left hand, get it, put it, put the top of it straight into my mouth, rip, and then what I'll do is I'll actually put it down and stick it under my thumb of my right hand, take it out, the little bit out of my mouth with my other hand, put it back in the back, grab it again. Bosh. Yeah, well, that's what I did. Yeah, so it's just... It's just tricky. Yeah, it's just tricky. You just got to get used to it. Um, but yeah, the, the double bottle holder is good. Fill one up with nice sugar and the other one with water. Yeah. That's what I recommend. Well, I still put cordial in the one with water, though. That's right. That didn't have the carbs in it. I, I would put a bit of salt in it as well. In, in the long run, I would actually recommend trying to have some plain water with you. Um, one thing that people tend to struggle with in endurance stuff is some gastro issues when they have potentially have too much carbs. Yeah, um, and even if like having the plain water there just helps even it out a little bit. Um, when you're in the race itself, you will you can dump the bottles and get new ones of f- filled with water. So that's probably that's what I did last time. So I'd probably recommend that. Yeah, just don't buy expensive bottles because <laughs> you're gonna have to dump them. Yeah. I'm gonna get some. Cheap. I do have one cheaper one sitting mm. over there on the table, mm. but um, my other two are quite expensive. So I, w- I was buying some gels off Morden, and they had these for ten bucks. So I just bought three of them, and I chucked one. What's what's your go-to um brand for the gels? I do you care. So for the gels, um, I was getting that's just a goo. It was yeah. or there's like another one that they just sell at um Coles and Woolworths. Is it a- SIS? I don't know. Oh, that's just what my local. I just does. pump them in. Um, but at the moment, I'm on these Morton ones because they're the ones that Ironman uses. So I bought them before the race last day, early this year with the intention of doing a couple of training sessions with them to get used to using them. Oh, yeah, they didn't show up. And then, so I bought them three weeks before we had to leave, so three and a half weeks before the race. I thought it said that they would take a week, 
So I thought, that's good. I'll get like maybe three or four rides with them. I'll be sweet. They didn't come until the day before we had to leave to go to Cairns. No idea. Not, no. not what you had planned. It was not, yeah, it was not the goal, but you know, it happens. How's your week been? Uh, this has been a tough one. Yeah, not going to lie. It was, uh, this, I, re- I, I, I found a limit. I found a, a good, I towed around the line there. Um, so I had 11 sessions programmed, um, ended up, I've, I've gotten through nine. So I'm hoping to run and maybe do some weights tomorrow. See what what I've got left in the tank. Weights on a Sunday. Well, it's just about fitting it in. Yeah. I couldn't. So I meant to. I did half a session on Thursday, but I just cooked it. I pumped myself full of caffeine to see if I could get through it. And it was like you know when you're so like worn out that you have a bunch of caffeine and you you're still tired. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> so that's a pretty good sign that you need to. Um, usually for me, that's like all right. You need to go to bed. <laughs> if you're a dreamer, land the rest. Yeah, so I went home and had a nap. So I missed, I only did a little bit of, a tiny little bit of weights on Thursday and missed one of my rides. But I was talking to my coach, Lauren, and she was like, yeah, look, like it's not going to make a difference now. So you might as well like take some time, rest, recover. I got a recovery week next week. So I was like, as long as I can just get through this one. When you were telling me about what one year rides is going to, has programmed. Yeah. What does that program? So my Saturday ride next week, it has a coffee stop programmed into it. It's not like, oh, if you want to stop for coffee, it's like stop for coffee. That is <laughs> The most cyclist thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's one thing I want to touch on. Oh, he's going to touch on things. Yeah, <laughs> always. As um, as someone who's been a motorist for longer than they've been a cyclist, mm. I I have a little bit more respect for cyclists now because it can be mm. sketchy, especially when some motorists are dickheads. Mm-hmm. But cyclists are still dickheads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a group going around Centennial Park this morning. They're fucking flying. Did you, you see the yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, I reckon they would have been... It was 20 people. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was like 10 deep and they were riding in partners. In the car, the car space well, yeah. in Centennial, Centennial Park, the whole way. So if you've never been to Centennial Park, it's really good for riding because it's got a quite, it's like a three-person wide. You could fit maybe even four, potentially. It's like a car lane. But it's like a car it's lane, a cycle lane. Just for cyclists. And then that's on the outside of the road. Then there's a car lane. And it's and one way as well. Yeah, and then there's the, the car park. So that's going from outside to the inside of the circle. And then you run, walk or run on the next inside bit. Um. But so the, the car space, the car lane is for cars, but there was this group of probably yeah, about 20 just fucking bam down the whole way, like constantly, because they must have been going for hours. Yeah. And they were just like drafting off each other, just mad pace. And it's like, come on, guys, like, you know, you're being dicks here. Yeah. And like, there's a certain point where it's like, I get it. You're so much faster than everyone else in the cycle lane, but ride. Maybe in ones and twos. Do you need twenty people? Yeah, yeah, you don't need to ride in a group of twenty because then you have to go on the road, and, yeah. hap- and that's when cyclists get hit by cars. That's when shit starts to go wrong. You're like, oh, but the car should pay attention to us. Yeah, but if you're being a dick, yeah, <laughs> there's still personal responsibility. <laughs> I don't want a victim blame yeah. <laughs> but if you're being a dick, <laughs> yeah, like but what you were saying about your dad. Like your dad starts like in what the seventies. Yeah, so dad grew up in South Australia, and so he um, in Adelaide, and so he started riding in like yeah, like seventies. Uh, 60s, 70s, 70s, in the 70s, in the hills around Adelaide. Um, so this is like, if you go to Adelaide, it's Mum still calls it a country town, which Dad hates, but <laughs> it's not. The, it's not the most like populous place. Yeah. Um, the hills are pretty crazy. Like it's pr- like that's that's why he's. So I believe that's why he's such a strong cyclist because that's where he learned to cycle. But back then there was none of this. Um, share the road, uh, be safe, be seen. Yeah, like, we have rights too. It was like, get the fuck out of the way. Um, and if people hit you, they left you there. Yeah. So dad grew up learning to ride 
under the in, like with the intent uh, like the implication that if you got hit you would probably die. So he's super careful, super defensive, super aware of what's going on. And I just think a lot of sort of like modern day like lycra legends that picked up cycling in the last sort of ten to fifteen years are a bit too like, oh my god, it's our road too. It's like, yeah, but if you be a dick, like if you're gonna act like an asshole, like the same thing if you're driving a car, if you're gonna act like an asshole, you're probably gonna get into a crash. Yeah. And more often than not. A lot of the time like you're riding four wide on a busy highway mm. or a a busy road in Sydney, which they're not the best fucking roads in the world. No, they suck. <laughs> they're so fucking bad. You're just putting yourself in a position where the likelihood of something bad happening is greater. Mm. Just be, be a bit more aware. Yeah. Be, be less of a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. It yeah. might help. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. Cause we, so this morning we did... Um, uh, I I was going for a ride with a friend of mine, Geordie, and then we actually met up with a couple of her friends as well. It was just, I think it was by chance, either that or Geordie was just really sly about how she organised it. <laughs> you said you didn't want to hang out with these other people? No, I just didn't know they were going to be there. That's what it sounds like. But they were actually, it's really a really nice group of people, um, and we went for a ride up to, from Centennial Park up to Watson's Bay. Um, so a couple of disgusting hills. There was one that I went, it's a really steep hill from Watson's Bay up to Vaucluse. Um, when you go Usually I've, I've only ever gone up that hill before and it sucks so bad. It is an absolute demon. That's fun going down there. It was so much nicer going down. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty wet, so I was like being a bit, bit sketch. Bit sketch, but you get this great view of like the of um, Sydney Harbour and like out to the Pacific Ocean, so it was pretty cool there. And um, there was another dirty hill um, coming up out of the south end of Bronte. Oh my word! <laughs> it was oh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, and I got to the top of it and realised I, I had two lower gears to get to to get all the way up. So I was making it harder for myself to come out. But yeah, and then I did. We got back to Centennial Park. I did a few laps on my own, and um, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but still, it was a bit of a rough week. But I got to the end of it, so I'm pretty happy. With it. I just did laps at Centennial Park by myself because I wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't have <laughs> kept up. No, I'm kidding. I probably wouldn't have. No, we gotten lost. It was very like cool because we were originally we were like, ah, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna rain. I fucked that. But then it actually, so it was. We thought it was gonna rain. Um, so we were preparing to do a like a in indoor cycle, and then it didn't. It was actually pretty pretty lovely weather. Well, it was quite nice. Yeah. Um, and then so we were, be town. <laughs> we were getting ready, and then Geordie saw a couple of her mates, and we went over to them, and I'm like, oh, we'll go for a ride together. And then two more friends just happened to ride past, and we're like, oh, let's go. So we, yeah, one of them had already been to Watson's Bay in the morning. Oh, cyclist friends. Oh, cyclist friends. But, yeah, there were a couple of times where they were kind of like all splayed out across the road, and I was like, guys, guys, get out of the way. Have they been them dickhead cyclists? They, no, we weren't, too, we weren't too bad. We were mostly getting out of the way. There was just a couple of times where I was like, you know, guys, come on, maybe just yeah. slide over. Oh, my dad won't like this. No, <laughs> he'll be very upset. <laughs> mm. However, I do find motorists are really bad as well. Because mm. even in Centennial Park, there's been a few times I've nearly been hit by a car. Oh, that just reminded me of something today that happened just today. I almost ran into an old lady. And it was completely her fault. I was going to say, why would you do that? <laughs> so we, I was going around Centennial Park and um, this I saw this old lady with her with her dog, like, wanting to cross. And it wasn't a, a standard crossing area. But yeah, there was a lot of them people crossing. Yeah, just, yeah. and I mean, look, if you're real quick, yeah, that's fine. If you're aware, you do your due diligence, you make sure you've got room to go, go ahead. She, it, so she kind of, like, I don't think she saw me. I think that was the issue. Because she looked, and I was coming, like, I couldn't have, I was coming straight at her. And then she looked at her left for some reason. No one's, there's no traffic coming from her left. But she looked at her left, and then she stepped out. And I was like, whoa, and like went around her. 
um, I don't think she actually realised I was there until I was past her. <laughs> and I was just like, I was sh- shooketh. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I bet she wasn't shooketh because she probably didn't realise. She probably didn't even realise. I had um, a few weeks ago, I had a car pull out. So as we've discussed at Layout of Centennial Park, it's one way. Mm. So everyone's, the cyclists and the cars are going the same way. You know the way, you know the way the road is like, if there's a car reversing out of a spot that's on the right-hand mm. side, because that's where all the spots are, if you're in a car, you got to wait. Mm. The, the lane's not that wide, you can't go around them. Well, this one car thought, fuck that. I can't wait ten, for like two minutes for this person to reverse out. Not even, probably like 15, 20 seconds at most for this person to reverse, because they were already halfway up, decided to, without indicating, go into the cycle lane. And it was, you know, the downhill bit? Yeah. So it was there. So I'm doing, my Garmin is still in miles. I haven't changed the numbers. Probably just over 30 k's an hour. Well, it was 24 kilom- or 24 miles an hour. Oh, probably touching 40 then. Yeah. So, decently fast. Tucked in my little arrow position. It was nice. Nice. And yeah, I have to like swerve to get out of the way. And I, I did. And I didn't hit her. <laughs> Thank fuck. Because like, I I don't have time to brake. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like hitting the brake of a car. No. And also, it's it's actually pretty dangerous if you start to brake because you. I had this today that my wheels like started like sh- like clamped up and started skidding. Yeah, it does skid. Fishtail. Yeah, yeah, that's you can injure yourself yeah. pretty bad. Well, that's what happened. Like I, I swerved and the bike nearly, like the front wheel nearly went too far and nearly mm-hmm. went up over it. But then I, I did the little thing as I cycled off, turned around, pointed yeah. my eyes, and said, "Fucking look where you're going." Oh fuck you! I showed her. You are hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Waves angrily. But yeah, so. I get both sides of the argument, but I think most cyclists should I, be... I was saying this to a client the other day. Careful. I think if everyone in Sydney just drove as if they were sharing the road, as if it wasn't just for them, they went, oh, there's other people here, I'm just going to be aware of them, I actually don't think there would be anywhere near as much traffic because I think it all just comes from people being like, no, I'm most important, I need to be here when I need to be here. And I'm that's cyclists and motorists. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's just a Sydney thing or if it's an Australian thing. People, it's oh, just a Sydney thing. People over here can't drive for shit. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a Sydney thing. It's it's horrible. There is a one way road. So when I come out my ga- the garage, of my building, it's a one way road. I can only go left. The amount of fucking times people come up that the wrong way, and nearly hit cyclists going across the cycle track that crosses yeah. the road, or pedestrians, or you're going down it the right fucking way, and then someone's blocking it, and they're like giving out to you. <laughs> You're in the right. Like you're you're in the wrong. Yeah. Cop on. Yeah. People in Sydney suck at driving. Yeah. Mm. And the, the roads are shit. Yeah. You think this, this like really rich Sydney, a really rich city of Sydney, would have good roads? Nah. <laughs> Even the eastern suburbs where all the money is, shit roads. Andy, don't get me started. You're gonna open a can of worms. We're gonna be here for two hours. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we have talked about nothing helpful. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> helpful. And I've actually just realised we're gonna get kicked out in a few minutes. <laughs> We don't have as much time. No. Someone was late, and for once it wasn't Robbie, it was me. Yeah. I'd just like to point out that when I was late to a couple of things, Andy went on Instagram to talk shit, and when he was late, I went, you know what? I'm going to wait to talk shit onto the podcast. Yeah, I feel bad for being late. <laughs> but I will say, in my defense, I'm late because I left at the same time I normally do, and I normally get here five, ten minutes early. Actually, did you said when you were getting in the car, you said that you would be late. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> no, I said I'd be touching and go and I should get there right on 12. Mm. So I ha- I'd given myself just enough time. Maybe should have left five minutes early. That's besides the point. The fucking traffic on these shit roads that we've been talking about yeah. is awful. It took me probably 15 minutes to get down to South Downing Street. That's, that's, that's a long time. Yeah, I'll give it yeah. to you. Um, 
We are a little bit short on time. Yeah, we are. Sorry, guys. We'd like to talk for longer, but we've got a few more minutes, though. So we have another top three from three? Three yeah. from three? It, three it's each? A, it's a, kind of the same segment. We did top five last week, but this is... We're going to do three each today, so yeah. it's actually six. Yeah. Quick maths. Yeah. So I haven't even written down. I don't know how I picked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> if this says nothing. <laughs> I thought I had written it down. It is your top three training songs of the week, Robbie. What are they? Um, top three training songs. Uh, number one is... For this week. Like, What have you been listening to this week? What are you actually listening to? Not like top... Just overall, yeah, yeah. what have been listening to this week. Um, so usually, I so my playlist is a lot of grime. A lot of grime and uh, American hip-hop from the 90s and early 2000s. Um, I'd say that this week, definitely there's a song by Dave called um, Screwface Capital. I don't know, actually. Dave, yeah. There's a great line in it where he says, um, he says, I got 99 out of 100 marks in class in my English questions. If I did it again, I'd get the same because I still don't know the definition of resting. He's oh. <laughs> like, that is my life right now. <laughs> don't know resting. Um, do you want to go one each at a time or do you want me to just hit my top three and then we, you? We could go one each. You go one now. I, I have quite an eclectic and peculiar taste in music, mm. especially when it comes to training. Um Probably my top played song of the week, just in general, but also while training, has been Last Night Lonely by John Party. Bit of country music. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> He's a country music singer. He's an American bloke. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Chad yes. would know who he was. Of course Chad would know who he was. Chad would love it. He would. Oh, good. Then that's getting you through some sets? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then another one is actually quite a recent release from your man Stormzy. Who I do actually have a little bit of beef with Stormzy at the moment. Is he aware of it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so in December of 2019, so just think how long we've known each other, Andy. About a year and a half? Yeah. So double the amount of time that I've known you, I bought tickets to go and see Stormzy. So December 2019. Now, uh, COVID came in and took that away. So it was supposed to be May 2020. Obviously COVID. All right, sweet. Got... They said, we'll put it on, we just don't know when, because they had to wait until everything was um, open and stuff. Then they eventually had everything open. They were like, November 27th, 2022, which is also my 26th birthday. I was like, hectic, that's my birthday sorted. We've already got the tickets. Me and my housemate had bought them ages ago. We'll go and see that. And the fuck, I went and cancelled it. <laughs> he cancelled his, his Australian New Zealand tour. Did he give a reason? No. <laughs> Maybe he's just gone through some things. Yeah, I mean, he's probably took some time to himself. He like. probably was, but like, you could have just been like, "Look, I'm just not in the in the mindset for it." But he just said, "I have to cancel it," and rather than reschedule for yeah, and that was a year down the line. And that was right after he released this song, which I'm actually really enjoying, which is why it's a little bit of, um, but it's called "Mel Made Me Do It," and it's a bit of a, it's more, it's going back to his original kind of like, um, more freestyle type. He just, it's not like a like a. Uh, chorus verse chorus verse it's just him spitting bars for like eight minutes i'm not that into grime like i, I listen to grime while i train but i'm not i wouldn't know the nuances of it yeah so he's that's his, it's more of his like more og stuff and he has a great there's a great little he has a little like audio clip in it where he goes um he goes i uh, references jose Mourinho, the uh football manager and he goes i prefer not to speak like i'm jose and then it's got the audio clip of jose going i prefer not to speak i prefer not to speak <laughs> if i speak i am in trouble exactly yeah <laughs> so he's got that in it so it's really cool yeah what's your next one just on that Jose Mourinho clip, I love that. <laughs> I prefer not to speak. I use it quite a bit. If I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, second one is actually kind of crime as well, is Grealish by Manor. Ooh, 
The Manor. Yeah. I do like them. Yeah. Jack Grealish. I beef her straight to the island. (laughs) (laughs) I love their accents, especially um, the proper geezers. They're proper geezers, yeah. Proper East London. Um, We're almost there. We're pretty tight for time. Um, Andy's just checking his watch. What's your number three? Number three. um, This is another Dave song, so you can see who my favourite is. Um, And this is from his more recent album, and it's called In the Fire. And it's um it's a bit of a there's like five different uh, artists on it so there's five five guys that all do like a verse rap a verse and it's pretty good. What is it? Um, in the fire. Oh, I thought that was the name of the album. No, the oh. albums are we're all alone. Oh, all right. Um, and the f- the song's called In the Fire. It's great. Who, who else is on it? Um, Giggs is on it. Uh, Bredo is on it. I think Jay Huss and one other guy. I only know Jay Huss. That's the only one. Yeah. Who actually that. Is a, a very nice segue. Is um, did you see by Jay Huss is my number three? Oh, actually, I saw Jay Huss live. You'd be surprised to know. I'm not. He's a good artist. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm not exactly a big Jay Huss fan. Yeah, you don't really fit the bill. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never go and see a grand artist. He's just he's just so happy playing Electric Picnic. I'm assuming it's a festival. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's Ireland's biggest festival. That's yeah, that's about doesn't, it. Doesn't yeah. mean all that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Um, Billy Eilish played it. Oh, that was the strangest crowd I've ever been in. That would because be. it was a load of seventeen-year-olds. Yeah, interesting. It was very weird, very morose. Yeah, but uh, who else played that? Jerry Cinnamon played it. He was fucking class. No, the Scottish bloke. Never mind. Yeah. All right, guys. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to wrap it up there. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hear us talk more shit, this was a bit more shit talk than we had anticipated. Yeah, um, but I mean. You're listening to it anyway. Yeah. I mean, if, you got if you're hearing me saying this, thank you for listening the entire way through. And if you do like us just talking shit, tell us, and we'll keep talking shit. Yeah. Oh, always happy to receive feedback, mm. both positive and negative. Like yeah. I said like I said last week, I love an argument, so please. Andy's just happy to receive. <laughs> receive that retrend. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so thank you um, for listening this far. If you've got any feedback, let us know. Otherwise, like, download, save... Rate five stars on Spotify if you listen to Am- on Amazon. Is it anywhere else other than Spotify and Amazon? Not at the moment. Can we get it other places? Like uh, yeah, I can put it on whatever I want. Why don't you put it on Apple Music or whatever that is, iTunes? Um, I can do that, but I don't think a lot of... Do people listen to it? No, I'll put it there. I don't know. I mean, iPhones are fairly popular still. And yeah, but everyone listens to Spotify. Yeah, but... We're having an argument. Isn't on <laughs> but isn't Apple Music a subscription-based thing now? So it's all good? Look, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on there. No harm. Yeah. No I'll get an extra five listeners. And that is the difference. Yeah. That's what's going to change the world. It might. All right. Like, follow, subscribe, share on Instagram, give us feedback. If you don't like the name because it's gendered, we're sorry. It's Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more about just being a better person. And we just happen to be blokes. Yeah, exactly. And it's our podcast, so fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, see you next week. Bye, guys.